Welcome back. You're listening to Money Talks. I'm your host, Nick Antonucci, back with Jared McKenzie, Jacob Keane. Yep. Buster, you still with us? I'm here. All right. <laughs> the Millennial I hadn't Show. Heard, I hadn't heard from you. No, that's right. The Millennial Show. All right, guys. Let's shift gears a little bit here and go into the financial hot topic for the week. We've got uh, Maury and Stacy have been longtime do-it-yourself investors. Maury always worked with a broker, but he did his own research and has done well for himself. Now that Stacy is retired, they're looking to travel more, and Maury has taken up new hobbies. Recently, his broker recommended some age-based portfolios, so Maury didn't have to spend so much time monitoring his investments. His broker also suggested some bond funds to ensure uh, diversity in his fixed investments. Jerry, you want to kind of take us away here, the the key points to hit on? Yeah. Well, I mean, let me first start by saying this is extremely common. I I can't tell you how... Uh, much we see this, and, and particularly in, in qualified retirement plans like a 401k or something like that. And, you know, while these can be appropriate in certain circumstances, uh, we really feel that, you know, while, while they, they do tend to have, uh, or I should say make things easier, as, as this uh, Maury's broker had put it to him, um, it's not necessarily doing you any favors over the long term, we find. I mean, if anything, it's hindering the growth that you, you probably need between now and when you're choosing to retire. And I ahead. think one, one big picture thing is it lumps everyone together. It assumes anyone who's retiring mm-hmm. in, this, in this year has the same risk tolerance, which exactly. is not at all the case. And it ignores the fact of what you know, assets you might have somewhere else, especially when you think of in, in retirement plans. Yeah. So not everyone's needs are exactly the same, but when right. you pour your money into a target date fund, it it's it, strictly age based. Sure. And and not only do yeah, you had you make a great point, Nick. I mean we, we we would not simply put everyone into that same bucket, so to speak. Uh, but also everyone is going to have uh, different risk tolerances, different objectives for what they want to accomplish and a lot of that's based on their spending and that's what we try to always bring it back to is, you know, your age doesn't have nearly the impact on the longevity of, of your money, as does your liquidity needs. I mean, you can have $5 million when you retire, but if you spend $500,000 a year, the chances that you're going to run out of money are probably pretty high. Whereas if you just had, say, eight or 900000 and you only needed, say, 30000 40000 a year from your portfolio, you, you can probably make that last. I mean, there's certainly a lot better odds than the previous scenario. So uh, the age-based funds are just simply going to rebalance and reallocate uh, for you over time based on your age so that as you grow older and closer to retirement, even even within retirement as you grow older, uh, they start to move from growth-oriented uh, holdings like stocks uh, into uh, more conservative holdings like bonds. And so the way we view it is, look, if, if you're young and have more than, say, 10 years before you're looking to retire and are just you know, maybe you happen to be a very risk averse investor, then instead of being conservative through owning fixed income securities and and, and in some ways, you know, owning these age based or target uh, date funds, own things like Procter and Gamble, Johnson and Johnson, Walmart, you know, these these big blue chip companies that are very defensive, pay strong dividends, uh, and in all likelihood are not going to go out of business. That's how you be conservative early on in life, and and even more specifically when you don't have liquidity needs. If if sure. you don't have a need for money from your portfolio either because you're so young and not retired, and uh, or even in retirement, we've got clients that don't have much of a need at all from their retirement portfolios, and so we say, 
you know, why would we hinder the growth in your portfolio when you don't even have a need for the money when that's why you've got it exposed to the market in the first place? You want to be conservative. Let's not do a target date fund and expose you to uh, probably excessive amounts of fixed income so that your growth is hindered. Let's let's hold these more conservative, more defensive companies that are still going to pay strong yields, uh, and and get away from these target date funds because what what you know in my opinion, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to hinder things for you, and and generally I would recommend staying away from. Them. I think another important point to touch on in here is that if you don't have the time to monitor this full time, if you are you know traveling, you're taking on other hobbies, and you can't really pay it attention, and it's that important, it, it might be time to hire someone to do that for you. A lot right. of people think that they can you know, check it every few months and be okay when that's not at all the case. You Absolutely. might pay 1% a year to somebody, but at least that's someone who's constantly monitoring your portfolio. They're rebalancing their, your portfolio. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking the necessary actions to keep your investments in line with, with your, your goals. There's no customization with these at all. So Absolutely I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, well, I, I guess first, right off the top, I mean, when we're talking about a broker here uh, trying to sell a target date fund, I would wonder oh, if Oh, you getting, getting paid? Getting a commission <laughs> off that. So we always like to toot our own horn and that we're really aligned with your financial goals That's and that right. we're, we're not going to sell you products. We're going to be with you all along the way. There are no commissions here. Yeah, so... Beyond that, uh, one of the things uh, that I, I see most often with these uh, with these uh, target date funds, age-based funds, let's say, are they don't really tend to be tactical. So one of the things that Nick and I and Troy as well do down in research is we try and stay in tune with these economic developments and find opportunities to either add risk or reduce risk in a client's portfolio. Sure. Um, beyond that, the one thing I, I, I would say is – if you're talking about you know some of these older people being heavily invested in bonds, like a typical you know portfolio for somebody 55, 60 years old might be 80% in bonds. Well, we've benefited from 30 years of a bond bull market because inflation has been declining. But if you're talking about moving from you know 60 years old to you know a life expectancy of another 30 years, well, can we really expect over the next 30 years that inflation will not increase at any point in, in time and there well with inflation you know stocks or even let's say gold is going to benefit more because as rates move up with inflation on bonds the price of your bond is going to go down so that's another thing to think about and that if you do hire a manager they can respond to these developments and it's not just set it and forget it right you look back two or three years later well i thought i was in bonds it was safe and you have to explain well, inflation's up two, three percent, so you're down. You're down. So uh, just another thing to keep in mind overall. No, I, th- I think that's a great point. Well, so. the, the tactical thing is is really a meaningful point in that you know, it's like we were talking about earlier, if you're going to trim IT right now and move some to to say the financial sector in this rising interest rate environment, things like that, that's what I think you know, asset allocation really should be about not, not your age and, and really nothing else as far as these are concerned. I mean, they're called age-based portfolios for a reason, right? So yeah, I, I think that if you're going to have active management, even to a small degree like this, where allocations are changing over time, do it in a way that is more sensible if you, you're considering these market environments and, and other aspects that <clears throat> may have an impact on, uh, you know, how the portfolio is performing. Don't make it on age alone. You, you, those 
conservative portfolios like that as you get older. Maybe you should be more conservative, sure, but there, there's no sense in hindering things to the extent that these typically do simply because of your age. Now, if you were to look at your liquidity needs or your risk tolerance or you know whatever else it might be, maybe that's a better justification, but strictly on age, I, I just don't think that... That's an appropriate way to approach this. I agree. And now that we've kind of beaten them down, I do think there are some uh, some instances where, you know, maybe this is the right option. We deal a lot with retirement plans, and a lot of the plan participants, they might save 3 4 5% to their 401k, their IRA, every every paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. But they're completely unaware of what they're investing in. And in my opinion, it's better for you to do something like that than it is to oh, sure. Then nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing sit in cash. Mm-hmm. Or, right. or maybe you just go all into – I don't know, pick it, high-yield bonds, something like that. Yeah. So if you're truly clueless and you're not going to seek advice from anybody, maybe this is the right yeah. route to go. If you're not going to pay attention, it certainly is better than cash. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so if that's the default fund in your 401k plan, leave it there. You won't. At some point, maybe you should seek advice. But if you're, if you're on the younger end of things, then uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it too much at this point. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate that good information. I think this probably is a, is a good time to, to go pay some bills. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.